takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today to talk a little Islanders hockey, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and that does now include YouTube, so check us out over there. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky, but Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. We have got a lot to talk about on today's show. The Islanders are playing the Ottawa Senators, another struggling team. This is probably the best chance matchup-wise that the Islanders have had to end this 11-game winless streak in quite some time. We have a full preview of that game. And then Noah Dobson, the young Islanders defenseman, clearly showed a lot more of what he could do in Sunday's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. We will discuss Dobson, his progress, what it means for the team, and a whole lot more on today's show. Plus, on our Islanders birthday of the day, an Islanders player who was involved in a very big trade uh, involving the Islanders, but never really lived up to the expectations for his brief time on the island. So if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the air, feel free to send an email. The email address, as always, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your First name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest news, notes, and happenings concerning your New York Islanders. So, we're going to start with Noah Dobson, a player who I think has been much maligned this year and not always fairly. Yeah, he he did get off to a bit of a rocky start, but against Chicago, we saw a lot more of what Noah Dobson can do. And it wasn't just the, the goal that he scored late in the game, but, and that was his first goal and it did force overtime and that was dramatic and it gave the Islanders a point, but it was the overall game the package, the skating, the confidence, the ability to move the puck, the ability to keep defenders away from the puck, and a whole lot more, all of that uh, encouraging. And here's the thing, and we talked about this on the show yesterday and, and at different times over the last few weeks, 
Dobson is still young. In my mind, he's probably a year away. Like next year, he's going to be a bona fide top six defenseman, uh, top four defenseman, and probably going to quarterback the power play. If not the top unit, then certainly the second unit. And right now, the reason or the big reason that there's a lot more pressure on Noah Dobson is that no one else besides Dobson can really consistently do the things that he does uh, as far as skating with the puck, setting up passes, doing all of those things. Now, Dobson right now has played in 18 of the Islanders' 20 games. He has one goal, six points. So, you know, realistically, that's about a 30-35 point season over the course of an 82-game schedule uh, on pace for maybe closer to the 30 than the 35. And it's not what you want from your top offensive defenseman, but it is at least progress. And and I think over the last two or three games, the Detroit game, the San Jose game, the Chicago game, uh, we have seen more things from uh, Noah Dobson. And the, the concern I have is this. And it's sort of a fine line. You want to maximize the skills of Noah Dobson. You want to make sure Noah Dobson can do all the things that he does best and maximize his talent. But he also has to fit into the Islanders system, which means he's got to get back and got to play, you know, get the puck out of his own zone and make the moves he needs to make. And I was thinking about it. And, you know, in the Lou Lamorello system, you go back in history, potentially, and I think we're a ways away, but Noah Dobson reminds me a little bit of Scott Niedermeyer. Now, he's not as good of a skater as Niedermeyer was, but they both sort of have that offensive game, and they're in a Lou Lamorello-managed team, and they have to modify their skill set a little bit in order to play the game that the team wants them to play. Now, obviously, part of it is this. Look, uh, Scott Niedermeyer was also surrounded by a lot of other excellent defensemen. Scott Stevens uh, certainly was a teammate of Scott Niedermeyer's uh, at one point. Kenny Danico was the defensive rock uh, on those Devils teams. Those Devils teams were built from goal and the blue line out, much like these Islander teams are. I think Dobson has to sort of find that midpoint, that sweet spot in between doing all the offensive things that he does best and staying within the Islanders' Barry Trotz, Lou Lamorello defense-first system. Here's the thing about Niedermeyer that I remember, though. Niedermeyer's stats went up after he left the Devils. But, you know, he won Stanley Cups on that New Jersey team and was a big part of it. And even though, you know, to me, it's a lot like Matt Barzal in some ways. Barzy's best statistical season was still his rookie year when he was the number two guy and John Tavares was the number one. But he's a more complete player and his teams went further when Barzy modified his game. So 
To me, the progress by Dobson is important. It's encouraging. It's a good sign for the Islanders. But the Islanders also need to figure out where that sweet spot is. How much do you modify his game and how much do you allow him a little more leeway than some of your other defensemen because of the skills he brings to the table? I, for one, am very interested in seeing where this goes, how the Islanders, Barry Trotz and Lou Lamorello and Noah Dobson figure this out. And part of it is going to depend on who's around him on the blue line. You've got Certainly, you know, if Pelic and Pulak are both healthy, that certainly changes the situation. And if the Islanders have another defenseman on their roster, like a Nick Letty, who can also do offensive things, that changes it as well. But I, for one, am happy to see the progress that Noah Dobson is making. And in a situation where we are all really struggling to find positives, this is at least something we could point to that is progress in some way for this Islander team. And hey, at this point, you take the progress any way you can get it. And the Islanders got a little something. So we are happy about that. When we return, we'll have a full preview of tonight's game in Ottawa against the Senators. We've also got our Islanders birthday of the day and more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. I'll tell you, I have some great memories of Omaha Steaks. I mean, what could be better than getting all these steaks for the holidays? The holidays just around the corner. And finding the perfect gift is tricky, but Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon wrap, filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. You've heard all the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavors, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. Always love the Omaha Steaks. Today's episode is also brought to you by Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes, the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too, and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and network. See BoostMobile.com for details. So the Islanders head to Ottawa tonight to take on the Senators and this is a game where, you know, Ottawa's in last place right now in the Atlantic Division. 6-15-1 on the season. That's 13 points in 22 games. So uh, the Islanders 
are ahead of Ottawa in the standings, and this is a chance for Ottawa, uh, for the Islanders, to take advantage of an opponent who's struggling a little bit more than even they are. Now, look, the Senators, they have won two straight coming into last night's game against the Devils. That game is heading to overtime, it looks like. They're in the closing seconds of regulation, all tied 2-2 as I record this podcast. So the Senators have been playing a little better as of late, but look, this team is 28th in the league in goals scored, 29th in goals against. The power play is 20th in the league. The penalty kill is 28th. And goaltending has been a struggle. Philip Gustafson, Anton Forsberg, and Matt Murray have been the three goalies. None of them have a goals against average below 3.26. None of them have even a 90 save percentage. And uh, none of them have a winning record going into last night's game. Uh, Drake Batherson is the leading point getter going into last night's game for Ottawa. He has 18 points in 17 games. Josh Norris, 17 points, 10 of them goals. That leads the team. But overall, this is a Senators team that has been struggling in all facets of the game. Their line combinations, Josh Norris is the top line center with Brady Kachuk and Drake Batherson on either side of him. Tim Stutzel is the second-line center. Nick Paul and Connor Brown on his wings. Chris Tierney centers Alex Formanton and Tyler Ennis on the third line. And Dylan Gamble, uh, Gambrel is the fourth-line pivot with Zach Sanford and Austin Watson on either side of him. Thomas Chabot and Nikita Zaysev are the top defense pairing. Nick Holden and Artem Zub are the second pairing. And Victor Mete, uh, Meet. And Lassie Thompson are the third pairing, the goaltenders right now, Forsberg and Gustafson. Colin White, Shane Pinto, and Eric Brandstrom are all on IR and unavailable. So uh, right now, it's uh, you know one of those situations where the Sens are struggling and the Islanders need to take advantage. And defense has been a problem for Ottawa. And what does that mean, realistically? It means, among other things, that the Islanders' offense dance. Look, let's not even kid ourselves. I don't expect them to score five, six goals. Let's get three. Let's get three. Ottawa, by the way, wins in a shootout, three to two, uh, last night. But what I wanted to uh, check on, uh, basically, is you know the goaltending situation, and you know. The Senators, you know, whoever played last night, unlikely to play today. So we will take a look and uh, and see how that went down uh, last night and, and, and give you an idea of who to expect in goal for Ottawa in this game. But overall, the Senators are not a team that, you know, under normal circumstances on the schedule, you circle a game like this and you say, hey, you know, we've got Ottawa. No offense to Senators fans, but again, they've played a little better lately, but they're struggling overall. And it is a good thing that the Islanders can go up against a team that is struggling perhaps even more than they are or has been up until recently. And... You know, the Senators are playing better hockey lately, and 
Maybe the Islanders aren't catching them at the exact right time, but the Islanders will have an extra day of rest. They are not in the back-to-back, and that is encouraging. And the fact that the Islanders do have points in the last three games, and at least defensively, they are more or less back to playing Islanders-style hockey, that's encouraging. The point is that the Islanders need to build on that growth, that improvement, at least that we've been able to watch over the last few games. And look, you know, when you lose eight straight and get no points in eight straight games, just getting points in three straight is something, okay? It's something, and it means something. But now you got to build on it. And the key, really, for the Islanders is to get themselves, keep stabilizing the defense and start producing some offense. Forsberg was the goalie last night for the Senators. So that means we will probably see Philip Gustafson uh, in goal against the Islanders tonight. And we'll keep an eye on that situation. We have got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. When we come back, we'll have our Islanders birthday of the day, a player who was involved in one of the biggest trades in Islanders history, that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as the football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, Bet online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And again, we're a couple of days late now, but we want to wish a very happy 43rd birthday to Ole Jokinen, the Finnish born center who played with the Islanders back during the 1999 2000 season. Jokinen originally drafted by the Kings uh, in the first round, third overall back in 1997, came over from Finland for the 1997-98 season when he made his NHL debut and then went on to play for the Islanders and then the Florida Panthers and went back to Europe for a little while, then back to Florida. Phoenix, Calgary, briefly the Rangers, Calgary, Winnipeg, Nashville, Toronto, and St. Louis. Jokinen basically finished his NHL career with 1,231 games, 321 goals, 750 points, 1,071 penalty minutes. And here's the ironic thing about Ole Jokinen. Uh... In his entire career in the NHL, and we said 1,231 games, Ole Jokinen played in six playoff games his entire NHL career, all of them coming in 2008-2009 with the Calgary Flames. 
He was a guy who, you know, can put pucks in the net, but had difficulty uh, on, you know, wasn't rarely a plus player and was rarely on uh, very good teams. So, you know, that was sort of the, the controversy uh, or, or the ironic part about Ole Jokinen. We're going to look at one of his better games with the Islanders. March 4th, 2000 at the Nassau Coliseum, the Buffalo Sabres are the visitors. Dominic Hasek is the goaltender for the Buffalo Sabres. The Islanders counter with Kevin Weeks. And in this game, it was the Sabres getting on the board first. Midway through the first period, Vladimir Siplikov, his ninth from Vaclav Verada at 12.15, and it was 1-0 Buffalo. But the Islanders answered a minute and a half later, roughly, almost. Uh, Dave Scatchard, his ninth from our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ole Jokinen, and that one came at 13.40, 1-1 after one period. In the second, the Islanders get ahead. Sean Haggerty, his first from Marius Tchaikovsky and Zdeno Chara. Time of the goal, 144, 2-1 Islanders. Then, Jokinen on a penalty shot, a shorthanded penalty shot, believe it or not. Uh, Tim Conley was in the box for hooking. Jokinen pulled down on a shorthanded breakaway, gets the penalty shot, and puts it home. His seventh of the year. Time of the goal, 3-0-9. Scatchard added another goal. His 10th of the year from Ole Jokinen and Ray Schultz at 14:24. Then Vladimir Siplikov of Buffalo, his 10th from uh, former or future Islander Michael Pekka at 14:43. That was made the score. Islanders four, Buffalo two. After two periods, no goal scored in the third. So that ended up being the final for our Islanders birthday of the day. Ole Jokinen, one goal, two assists a plus three. He scored the goal on one of his three shots. Again, it was a penalty shot for Kevin Weeks, 29 saves to earn the win. He outdueled Dominic Hasek, who led in four goals on just 25 shots, although again, one of them was the uh, penalty shot goal by Jokin in a three-point game, his best by far with the New York Islanders. And, and, Ole Jokinen, really, again, uh, one of those players who had skill, who had the ability to to put pucks in the net, and often did, but struggled to find, uh, you know, his way as being a part of winning hockey teams. And, you know, that's always an issue. That is always an issue. And, And as far as the trades were concerned, he was acquired by the Islanders as part of, as part of the Zygmunt Palfi trade that sent Palfi to the Kings, played one season with the Islanders, and then went with Roberto Luongo to the Panthers in the deal that brought Oleg Kavasha and Mark Parrish to the Islanders back on June 24th, 2000. And yes, thank you so much, Mark Milbury. Big game tonight. Islanders need this one. I think you know, if they find a way to win this game, I worry a little bit less. I get the feeling, you know, there's an old expression where, you know, you you always sort of connect the past to the present. And, you know, you, you win tonight and you're on a four-game point streak where you, you've won 0-3. 
You lose tonight, you're still part of a 12-game winless streak, and that just doesn't add up for the New York Islanders. So kind of a pivotal game if the Islanders want to start building on the momentum that they got by at least getting a point in three straight. You know, you want to be building towards something. You want to keep showing improvement. Hopefully more players will be coming back into the lineup and things will be better for the Islanders. So uh, we'll keep you up to date. And again, I do live tweet during almost every Islanders game. So please uh, check that out. Feel free to comment, contact me, make your comments, and always great to interact with Islander fans during games and, and really any time because it's always great to hear from the fans. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from this game and, of course, our weekly farm report as well. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy the game tonight, and I hope we can all actually do that and and get an Islanders win. And of course, let's go Islanders!